we are creating an energy token that enables fractional ownership of an energy generating asset. And that en asset will, will generate, create um, energy tokens that can be spent in, in netting constructions with your e own energy consumption at any place, at any time. Welcome, it is today, 6th of May, Thursday afternoon in Amsterdam, and this is our second use case webinar on tokenization of uh, energy. My name is Alex Bausch, I'm the executive chairperson of Two Tokens Foundation, and today we will be introducing to you the working group of uh, tokenizing energy. We have a, a full house today in this uh, nice studio that's been provided by an exchange and um, to, I will be introducing this, the, the, the crew to you momentarily. So um, today uh, the, the captain of the use case, the co-captain I should say, is, uh, is Jos Reuling. He's to my left and uh, Jos will be uh, you know, introducing what we'll be doing with the work, uh, workshop and everything. Can you tell me okay. a little bit about yourself, yeah. Jos? Yeah, thank you, Alex. So my name is Jos Reuling. I'm an architect within IBM, part of the Global Competence Center for Energy, Utilities and Environments. Um, and I'm working on blockchain projects in the energy industry. Uh, so most known is the um, crowd balancing platform, which we processed uh, 35 million transactions last month. Um, so and also the Flex platform for aggregating Flex energy in, in the ecosystem. And I'm more than thrilled to uh, be uh, involved in this initiative to create a token on top of those uh, solution stacks. Well, thank you, Jos. And by the way, Jos and I have been working on this use case for the last better part of a year now. Yep. So we are very passionate about this and we hope that you will become as passionate as we are. Uh, one person who is very passionate about this and who's been doing this for longer than I have, and he came from all the way down under, is Leon van den Berg. Um, Leon, you're to my left. Show me that Aussie accent. <laughs> it's kind of mashed up as Canadian now. Oh, okay. But uh, thank you, Alex, and thank you to Tokens and, and Exchange. Um, I represent a company called Sunified. We provide a type of uh, security element on top of solar panels. And with IBM's kind of vision, they've called this uh, type of technology stack uh, a crypto anchor. And uh, we're learning how to uh, work within the industry ecosystem. Alex and Two Tokens has provided a, a forum for us to get engaged with both financiers, project operators, and uh, end customers. And uh, we welcome this type of engagement. Uh, we're part of the ecosystem uh, on generating green energy off of solar, and uh, we want to showcase uh, how our tech stack can, can help bring this uh, data provenance and uh, new data sets and business opportunities to uh, renewables. Thank you. Perfect. So um, I should say that um, in 15, 20 minutes, uh, I will be leaving this spot, and uh, the, the coach and sponsor of this use case, uh, Mindert, uh, van Catena Power will be taking over. He can introduce himself at that time. But also in the call today and also part of the working group is Professor Jaap Gordijn of the Free University of Amsterdam. Uh, can you hear me, Jaap? And he's actually, due to corona, he's dialed in uh, through Zoom. Yeah, he cannot hear us. So Jaap is responsible uh, for the business uh, models and the ecosystem uh, creation. And so... Um, we will uh, hear from Jaap later in this this this, this webinar. Um, 
What's uh, important to understand is that the, the two tokens is a... Oh, so Yap, unmute. You're, on, you're muted. If you unmute, then we can hear you. Um, what's important to understand from the, uh, the the Two Tokens Foundation is that this is a public initiative that is supported by a wide array of partners and people in the ecosystem. All the information that we create here in the with the working groups and in the use cases is public information and is available to everybody. But we expect people to participate in the working shop and we can only do this thanks to our partners who are a part of, of, the, of, the, of the Two Tokens Foundation. Um, what's also important to understand is that uh, the, the knowledge that we build here, is uh, some of it is open source public domain, but a lot of it is not. So uh, in the way the tokens are built, uh, the way the token taxonomies are built, that is uh, public domain, but uh, the information that uh, belongs to Catena or to Sunified, you know, is, is their IP. I want to make that very clear. Um, having said that, uh, it would be very interesting for you all to know, and we had over 100 people sign up, to, uh, to know who actually dialed in. Is it, uh, and so we'll be starting a little poll. We, uh, this is supposed to be an interactive uh, uh, meeting. And um, I, I would like to remind you that we, we welcome your questions. We have people behind the scenes uh, taking your questions. I might not always be there to answer the questions, but we will get back to you either on chat or later by mail to answer the questions that you might or might not have. Good. Uh, Jos, what are we going to do today? So, yeah, so we are um, uh, explaining uh, the use case um, and going into the more and all the aspects and the ambition and the charter of the initiative, uh, the parties that are involved. Um, so, and then, um, yeah, open up with uh, a uh, quest for participation in the different work streams that we have identified. So, in the first poll, results are in. Um, so, I think 50% is uh, reported as entrepreneur, uh, some consultants, uh, some energy experts, uh, research researcher, and uh, and one banker. Yeah. So that's a nice, uh, uh, a nice, a nice. Uh, broad spread of expertise. Yeah? Well, what's interesting yeah. is that tokenization is so broad and uh, we see that there's three silos, that I always say is three silos of, of people. You know, you have the, the bankers, you have the legal regulatory people and you have the technical people. But in this case, we're in the energy uh, systems and there's a whole um, uh, um, industry out there that have no clue about tokenization. And so... Uh, I, you know, IBM, yours, you're in both uh, scenes, yeah, but your background is energy. What about you, uh, Leon? Well, I'm uh, a latecomer to the actual energy industry. I started in fintech, and uh, really we're applying kind of fintech principles on property rights that uh, are derived from, uh, from these types of solar and renewable assets. So this is really a mashup of learning over my uh, couple decades of being an engineer but uh, we're really taking a fintech approach and blockchain tokenization on top of this uh, energy asset class. And so it is, is really a combined convergence play that we're working through. So we should have a very interesting panel here today because Mindred, I know, you know, is from the fintech industry, you know, uh, token, you know, from digital assets. You're a, a PhD, uh, you're really an engineer, a techie. Yep. Oh, and and so is yours to some extent. Yeah, you're the C global CTO of uh, smart grid infrastructures at IBM. Solutions. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, so so and to chime in uh, on on what you just said, Alex. So we are very thrilled that there are so many different participants in this in this initiative, uh, because as you already explained, uh, so there are regulatory issues, there are legal issues, there are technical issues, IT issues. Uh, so it's a it's a challenge no company can do alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I uh, very en- very enthusiastic about the two token initiative to bring all the expertise to the table. Uh, to make this a success. Yeah, it it should be noted that we are not an academic uh, instance here. We like to produce uh, results from from, uh, business cases that are actually out there in the market. Uh, I know for a fact that you're in Australia tokenizing solar. Uh, That's actually being done today. And I know from Mindert that with Catena Power, you're you know, you're taking uh, digital assets and, and you're creating bonds out of this. So what's important about this use case is that we show the world what is possible today and what will be possible next year. Yeah, right? yeah indeed. And, sure. and in that respect, it's, it's very good that we have banks, we have legal people. This is not just some Dutch initiative. Yeah, we originated here, but we have Energy Wien, you know, in, in Vienna, they're doing it as well. Um, uh, so d- we want to show the world that this can be done and could be a great tool for the energy transition. Indeed, yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, so what are we going to do? Yeah. So that's then the next question, and I think it's uh, it's stated here quite clearly. Yeah? So we are creating an energy token that enables fractional ownership uh, of an energy generating asset, and that an asset will will generate to create. Um, energy tokens that can be spent in, in netting constructions with your e- own energy consumption at any place, at any time. Um, so that means, for instance, you can charge your vehicle uh, with your own generated energy, which is an, uh, an obvious um, uh, request, but not possible in today's setup uh, of, the, uh, uh, of the energy market. So you know, th- what would be nice if I had my own wallet in my Tesla, and I could use the solar panels that are that I have in Adelaide or in su- Southern Australia, and charge my Tesla with, you know, w- you know, with the solar in Australia. Is that it? Well, that will be physical, very hard to do because there are no grid <laughs> connections. No, uh, but uh, but, but like the current situation is that uh, in your own neighborhood, you're allowed to do it um, in some sense, in some shape or form. A new European regulation is preparing for making it more possible. Um, but on a national level, you should be able to do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So and and international is a long shot. Yeah. So there are some players interested in that use case, but uh, so but the tokenizing kilowatt hour that is the, the far future. Well, we're captured by regulation, so there's a certain jurisdiction capture, um, but not just energy. I, I think. The other exciting follow-on from tokenizing energy is the carbon credits or the incentives to use green energy. So what we want to do with our asset class is provide a green signal to incentivize people to consume energy when it is green and available on their local grid. A lot of people do not know when this is the case. And so if we can incentivize this either to drive your Tesla to a community solar park and say, I would like to charge, you may be incentivized to do that. If you change your behavior, then we're not really uh, saving um, energy but we're, because you're still consuming it, but we're, we're maybe uh, creating what's called a negawatt. The watt that we did not use at, at nighttime, was, which would maybe be a brown uh, kilowatt hour. Mm-hmm. So what we can do is try maximize what we have and to do this in a dynamic and balancing way. 
And so I think you have to first uh, be doing the measurements of, of all these endpoints. And this is really the first challenge in the industry is the rigor uh, that's needed to, to capture these metrics. And uh, Yap may want to uh, uh, chime in here as well on, on the concepts of this. Mm -hmm. And yeah. in, in your opinion, and because you see a lot of uh, initiatives all around the world, uh, Jos, yep. and um, you know, is the uh, society and is the market ready for, for something like this? Because yeah, I, I think so, and based on a number of observations. So one is that uh, the analysis and the planning going on throughout Europe for the Green Deal, so the uh, preparing the whole industry for the electrification, Um, it is identified that the financial models are falling short. So, and this is one of the contributions that we hopefully we can make yeah, to make a new investment models possible uh, on that fractional ownership um, in order to, um, uh, to accelerate the energy transition. But I see also a demand from other parts in Europe, uh, in, on the world, for instance, uh, in Asia, where they want to have tokenization to have more transparency in the supply chain of fuel going into power plants. Uh, in order to uh, reduce their emissions uh, and be very transparent on that. Yeah. So, um, uh, and, and um, uh, also in the finance industry, there is a lot of uh, interest um, in uh, being instrumental in the energy transition, as there is so much uh, investments going on from the Biden administration yeah. and also from the, from the European Union. What I wanted to add is that what I heard from electricity companies that their tokenization will also offer a, a wealth of new business models that they are really looking for. And now the business models are fairly restricted to what's um, possible with the current metering solutions, but tokenization will open many, many more business models. Okay, so, so it's time for a new poll? Yes, time yeah, for a new time poll. For new okay, poll. so... And, and I think there's one more remark I want to make because this is a broad scope, right? And we've been painting a, f a distant future, but that's not what Two Tokens is about. You know, we're about the here and now. So the scope for the use case that we'll be discussing here today is, uh, is tokenizing a digital asset that happens to be a solar panel or a windmill or what have you, because that's the business case of Catena Power today. And that is the first step towards uh, tokenizing energy. Do we agree? Yeah. Okay. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so in the, in the poll results are in, uh, Alex, and it says that the, um, uh, it holds a large potential. It's uh, 68%. Uh, it needs some regulatory approval, uh, 20%. And it's already available, 14% of our respondents. Um, and there are no respondents uh, stating or agreeing with the statement that it's not suitable for the energy industry. Right. Yeah. So this might actually be a good case to look at uh, the business case from Catena Investment, but it would be even better if uh, Mindert was sitting here and uh, you know talking about the business case because he can ta talk about this uh, better than I do. Um, so this is where I um, uh, you know take my cue and uh, leave it uh, to the three of you. Very if good. if there are any more questions, you know, uh, please uh, reach out to us. The, this is a recorded session. It will also be available as a podcast. And um, let's take this away. Thank okay. you, Alex. Yeah. Thank you, Alex. And, and catch you up later. Yeah. yeah?
So, um, uh, so while we are uh, waiting for um, for Minded to uh, to swap place with Alex, so uh, we are uh, destined to set up an uh, an technology uh, proof of concept by the end of the year, uh, in a very limited context where we can prove and test and validate all the aspects that we are uh, working uh, uh, on in the different streams. Uh, so none the least, uh, all the technical stuff. So creating the token, having a blockchain running, doing the systems integration with some uh, some solar panel setups uh, that we uh, that we are going to find. Um, so and uh, um, getting real on the ground uh, proof of what we are what we're working on. So mind it. Uh, welcome. Yeah, thank you, uh, Jos. Good to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah, as you just uh, shortly introduced, Meinert Jansberg, um, representing Catena Investments. We run the power program, Catena Power, and um, last year we issued a uh, bond based on tokens um, as a first step to really get uh, an asset token, uh, an, an, uh, a token of a solar panel, and bring it to the, to the investment market. So that's uh, for the first step, as just discussed, uh, the goal. Um, of course, we, we are able to, to create a token with a solar panel. That, that's technically possible, that's not too difficult, but to build the complete environment and to bring it into a wallet to a certain group of users or investors, that's the next step and challenge that is lying ahead. Okay, okay, cool, yeah. Yeah, so more more than thrilled to uh, be uh, participating on that and yeah. and and make it come to life. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. that's the goal uh, to see it working. Yeah. And, and the next yeah. project you have is a windmill. Is that uh, right? So you've you've had one one other project as well besides the solar panel project. Yeah, yeah, the windmill. Uh, we issued a uh, we issued a bond over there, yep. um, which is a tokenized bond. Uh, we used the Bondex platform on that. It was quite it took quite some steps steps to together. Um, yeah, and the next uh, step is um, is from moving from the liability side of the balance sheet to the asset side of the balance sheet, and right. actually more or less eliminating the liability side, and that gives a lot of new opportunities for uh, for investing and structuring finance. Okay, so let, let, let's uh, start a poll on uh, on the uh, uh, on this uh, on this use case. What our audience uh, thinks about it. So you're allowed to, uh, uh, to to give some some answers on your on this statement. Um, so and um, while we're waiting for, um, uh, so there's one one bullet point that was not covered, which was about risk mitigation on uh, by using tokenization. Do you want to elaborate on that? Um, <coughs> yeah, uh, tokenization offers. Um, uh, offers a, it, the advantage of tokenization is that it's based on uh, blockchain technologies um, and it also means for example if I'm a citizen here in the Netherlands and I'm investing in Germany or Belgium or even Australia that uh, with blockchain and tokens I can um, check myself if the asset is there if it's if it's existing if it's really there so it takes a lot takes a lot of boundaries away, which makes it much easier to invest in all kinds of assets, but also, and, and therefore lowering the risk of getting into these assets as an investor or end user. Um, and uh, there is little discussion on, um, on what happened, because it's all registered, and you can 
see what are the yeah, authentic documents and, and ownership, proof of ownership. Right. Yeah. So the full provenance from yeah. the crypto anchor yeah. all the way down to your token. Yeah. D- yeah. And, and, and transparency reporting. Yeah. 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 You can follow the whole path yeah. downstream. Yeah. So the, okay. the questionnaire so, says? Yeah, the questionnaire says that um, 71% of our participants say it's very promising uh, use case, um, and 29% say, well, this might work. So there is some, still some, some, doubt. Uh, uh, some doubt on uh, all, the, all the nuts and bolts, I think. Um, so and and why do we um, why do why am I so passionate about uh, energizing of uh, tokenizing in the, uh, the energy? Is that I think um, uh, both uh, the energy sector and the financial sector are uh, crucial elements in each economy. Uh, hence, it's um, uh, heavily regulated, and both industries use a lot of jargon, yeah. and what, that means it's very uh, intransparent and and very hard to to enter and access. And that, that imposes all kinds of risks. Yeah, so um, a risk of regulatory changes because you're not in the industry, so you don't know what's playing. Yeah. Um, but also lack of transparency, yeah, as we yeah. just, just discussed. Um, so and, and um, the current way of working is my observation when I talk to all kinds of utilities and investors in the industry is they use uh, auditors, uh, send them out into the field doing yeah. in-field audits, um, which is a huge cost. Yeah. And uh, and risks are being um, assessed by uh, actuaries, yeah. So with insurance products, in order to take away those risks, and with uh, with tokenization and more transparency, hopefully we can uh, create an, yeah. a new way of um, of investment, and also making then uh, smaller projects available for investments. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, so, um, as already uh, discussed, I think, by Alex, so in the introduction, so we are using two uh, foundational building blocks. So one is the Interworking Alliance. So Two Tokens is a member of the Interworking Alliance, which is a big um, a non-profit um, that, has, that is working on tokenization. Um, and one of the things that they have created is the Token Taxonomy Framework. And we will use the Token Taxonomy Framework to, um, to define and specify the token. Um, uh, the mechanism is such that it's a non-technical uh, way of specifying the token, so everyone can assess it, can analyze it, and can understand the impacts. You know, so that's that's one. Um, the other aspect is the uh, ITSA, the International um, Token Standardization Association, with the ambition that we register our token that we create in that register, um, so that is uh, also available for other projects. Uh, to use and to benefit and to leverage. So we can do cross-chain initiatives? That, that is my ambition, to have yeah, cross-chain initiatives yeah. so, the, so that the, if the token is widely used, that it doesn't matter what chain you use, what uh, blockchain technology you use, but you can then interchange those tokens across yeah. all those networks. Um, so uh, let's go into then um, uh, the team. So I think that um, uh, the the, the top row, uh, I think, already uh, was uh, introduced, right? So David is a co-captain. Uh, currently, he's prohibited due to uh, personal reasons. He could not, he could not be here. Um, and Jelle van der Poel has a double booking. Uh, he's an, uh, a token mentor because he was involved in a tokenization project of two tokens last year, creating the token to run the two tokens organization. Right. Too many tokens in one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so um, uh, that brings us to the mission and objectives. Um, uh, uh, can, can I ask um, Leon? So um, 
So our, our mission is really to, um, to showcase uh, what's possible. Um, mm -hmm. I guess, as Alex calls it, the, the coalition of the willing. And I think everyone that's involved with this initiative wants to actually build physical assets and provide this, uh, this harnessing of a renewables resource. Um, we, we really have a mission to enable this type of crypto anchor, our, our unity chip, uh, on a variety of these renewable assets. We're starting by, in Australia, you know, eating our own dog food, making sure that we, we live and breathe and actually operate the farms that we're building. And then by taking this learning and sharing it with the ecosystem, we want to eventually make the chip not uh, a retrofit product to the, to the infrastructure, but embedded actually in the solar panels themselves. So we're on a, a longer-term kind of runway. Uh, this is not a short-term mission for us. Mm -hmm. And uh, we see not just uh, tokenizing of kilowatt hours, but carbon credits, and eventually uh, even tokenizing the data that comes off these sorts of parks. is very important for pricing and price discovery and for transparency that the data is shared in a, in a public and uh, type of data or way and this is really our mission to bootstrap the ecosystem yeah. and to do this in a, in a partnering way and yeah. you can so use it, this data for uh, to, for the decision to to do storage or to yeah to choose for an alternative or to even charge or charge your tesla yeah, you need to be able to to signal yeah. uh, what what is a trade yeah, yeah. so so and and in our um uh well, outset and architecture, it's fair to say that the crypto anchors can have multiple instantiations. So we start with uh, with your crypto anchor because it's already available. Yep. So it's a, a quick start to yep. prove to prove the concept, um, but it's not exclusively uh, bound to one technology, as we already explained. Yep. It's it's an open technology, an open platform. Yep. Yeah, so everyone can have its go on its own implementation. Yeah, so I think it's um, a good way of uh, asking the, the next poll uh, what the audience uh, thinks about uh, the ambition of our project. Yeah? So uh, we get a sense of feeling if we are too ambitious or uh, that's a, a goal that is uh, very, very uh, easy to reach. Yeah? Um, so, uh, so we have to let the question percolate for a little bit here. Yeah, so indeed. Indeed. Take some time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so most answers so far are so they're eager to see the MVP. Yeah? Yeah. They want to see the proof. Yeah, the, uh, so that makes sense. Uh, and there are some answers saying that this, the bar is too high. Yeah, our ambition is too high. So oh, we will see. We'll say yeah. So uh, so uh, yeah. Let's prove wrong. Yeah, yeah let's prove wrong. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, seems prove wrong. Yeah. So so and and I'm rather confident, like Leon, because uh, from a technology standpoint, we've done similar projects. Uh, we know how to build it. We know how yeah. to do it. So it's not so much that we need to do research. It's more on application, uh, finding a new way of, of, of constructing it. But uh, there is no fundamental research. So, so why a crypto anchor versus a smart meter? Oh, so it's, a crypto anchor is a term of uh, an undisputable connection between the physical phenomena and the data representation that comes off it. And a smart meter can indeed be a, a crypto anchor because it's already uh, established in the market as a source of billing determinant data. So yep. there's a lot of trust, there is a lot of regulation. Um, so and there are a lot of different implementations and um, and. Each grid connection already has that meter capability installed. So uh, that's actually one of the lead ways into the impact of the different roles in the ecosystem. Yeah, so the meter operator, I think, is a first natural candidate to be the minting entity in, right. our, in, our, in our ecosystem. Yeah. Right? And then we go into more detail level on the asset level behind the meter, where we can go down to the granularity of a single solar panel. 
Yep. And, and then it becomes interesting, because yeah, if, if we're able to have the actual profit and loss account of a single solar panel, a whole new variety of, uh, of options uh, arises. Uh, it gives you the possibility of different funding structures, because uh, I actually can produce a P&L mm-hmm. on um, a, a fractional on, solar panel. Yeah, on, on a fractional solar panel. Yeah. Um, and it, it gives us much more questions, physical questions, than just putting an anchor on, on, on uh, in such a system, because um, you have also shared infrastructure, yeah. like uh, like all kinds of cables. Uh, you need to lease land, uh, ownership of a roof or land, or so you Vegetation need to come up with management, management connection. Yeah. You need you need to find solutions for all these uh, these questions. So from a very simple point of view it's it's rather easy to put a panel into a token but then if you combine a lot of panels then you need a management system and you need to organize something and how does such a mini market work how do you settle costs yeah. uh, so there's almost a hyper local market yeah. for yeah. for those electrons yeah. and then there's a, a national or maybe even a community market yeah. Like a, like a metro area. Yeah, and if we look to if we look to the markets, to business models and markets that are around, there are enough examples where you have a fractional ownership with yeah. a sort of contribution to the general uh, for the general purpose of mm-hmm. maintenance and grid connection, for example. So we can borrow ideas. It's it's just borrowing. Look at other systems, integrate them, and try them out. So yeah, so very interesting to learn yeah. and to see what different options there, there are available. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, we defined uh, as a steering group the success criteria for this initiative, yeah. right? So and uh, one o- one of the uh, criteria is to have tangible results, and tangible meaning that we need to come up with a technical platform. Uh, so uh, Block Lab, which was not able to attend uh, this afternoon. Uh, yeah, um, has put has put it uh, is uh, f- um, uh, up for implementing it, uh, meaning that they will build the token, they will create some wallet, um, and uh, will be uh, partially uh, busy with systems integration. Um, so and and together with the two tokens foundation, we will create papers and presentations and videos, webcasts like this, uh, to share the uh, our, our uh, learnings and our questions. Um, we will, we will, as already explained, right. So the token definition and registration will be done in public, uh, using the token taxonomy framework and the ITSA register. Um, so, and we will also um, create some recommendations yeah, from legal and regulatory aspects. Yeah, so, so, so in Australia, we'll be uh, deploying some of these models in our own environment. There, there's a, a different type of regulation compared mm-hmm. to Europe. But then we want to share those results and con- contrast and compare. Yeah. What what can we do with property rights um, in in Australia versus Europe? Um, how can we protect the stakeholders in the, using a rule of law type of anchor, not just a crypto anchor, but a way that uh, you know we can give binding uh, results as far as yield goes uh, for for these types of assets. So it's a, it's really this type of fintech uh, layer on top yeah. of infrastructure now. Yes. Yeah. So in, I think that this initiative uh, is confined within the Dutch regulatory domain, and we all have some parallel ambitions and projects, like Leon explained in Australia, like uh, uh, Minded explained in Germany. Some uh, some activities. Uh, so and I have perhaps some other initiatives in other parts of the world. Um, so but it uh, it will all be founded on the groundwork that we do in this initiative. 
Yeah, and, yeah. and we started off in the Netherlands because it's our home country. We have easy access to all expertise, yeah, so which would be quite difficult uh, to do internationally. Yeah, this is a different way of, of system integration. You're, you're, you're passing through uh, legislation, tax issues, um, ownership registers, funding models. Uh, you have a completely different approach if you look at it in this way. So we already know for sure that the current systems and, and circumstances will need to adapt mm -hmm. to make this possible in the future. So there, there's another poll coming up, but uh, we're talking about adoption and what kind of way that uh, we, we can uh, get the industry to adopt this kind of strategy. Uh, we already have the industry engagement with the Port of Rotterdam and Block Lab, Katana uh, Investments and your Green Fund um, you know, has, has provided this kind of uh, introduction, so leading the cause, but we're looking to bring more capital to the opportunity and to then bring this to other markets, maybe even community solar rather than industrial solar. So yeah. if you look at Port of Rotterdam, that's really an, an industrial closed internet, uh, you know, uh, system, whereas a community system would have different stakeholders and different requirements. Yeah, and, and if you and if you're in such a confined environment, it's easier to get a waiver from some formal regulation that are for, for nationwide use. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, we we need to have the waiver for sure, but it's easier to re to receive it from the regulator to test and experiment. So so we we also call that a sandbox, right? Yeah. So <laughs> so we get to play in a, in an area where the regulation does yeah. not uh, take effect. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we're looking yeah. for those domains so we can exercise our, our, our yeah. experience. Yeah, so, so in, and the poll results are, are in, I think. So um, uh, the success criteria, 17%, um, uh, it's quite heavy lifting. Um, so and 86%, and uh, they uh, estimate that the criteria are just right for the first year. Yeah. yeah, so that's a good validation. Yeah, and on the list of deliverables, I think it's not a surprise, right? So we uh, elaborated uh, and, and touched upon it uh, before. So uh, the tokens, token taxonomy framework uh, definitions that, uh, that we will publish, registration is at the um, International Token Standardization Association, um, the proof of concept <coughs> consisting of software, hardware, yeah, the wallet, the blockchain, IoT connections, integration down to the, to the solar panel, um, so, and we will create an adoption roadmap for, for other parties and, and our listeners here if they want to embark on the same project or implement it themselves based on our tokens in their uh, environment. Um, so, and also uh, uh, some uh, contacts with, uh, with the government, um, they are very interested to learn and to see how the industry is experimenting and is finding its new way. So there is also an opportunity for us to recommend to governments in how to move forward. Um, that's not only in the Netherlands, but also, the, for instance, I'm consulting the Department of Energy in the United States on those innovative projects that we are doing, um, especially uh, in, uh, in in these kinds of scenarios and also EV electrical vehicles. Yeah. Yeah, because Down, Europe, downstream. Yeah. Europe, Europe is leading the way there. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, and yeah. we need to realize this, 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 this uh, tokenizing of energy step is just the first step which could affect a whole chain, because eh? you mentioned EV charging, but also intermittent structures like batteries or whatever will be there, um, will be affected by this thought. Yep. It, 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 in, in fact, it makes it possible to, to balance your own energy use, as, uh, as Alex said in the beginning. 
Um, and that's a long way, but it's a nice vision to have that you're able to balance your own energy use. And well, everyone has a role to play. And yeah. I think yeah. uh, millennials and younger, yeah. they, they also want to, you know, walk that talk, right, yeah. to actually provide that. So in, in a fintech kind of disruption way, the energy ecosystem can be unbundled, right? Yep. In, in mm -hmm. We're providing a little bit of disruption to allow that to happen and then rebundled in a different way. So the fintech industry has also done this, right? Yep. To unbundle what is banking yep. and then offer a neobank, right? right? So the same thing is going to happen in the energy market. It's just a, a regulatory friction and uh, some of the sandbox opportunities will allow us to, uh, to exercise that. Yeah. yeah. For example, uh, if it's possible to have a saving account in kilowatt hours, eh? could be would like could, that would, would be a nice idea. <laughs> Quite yeah. some challenges, but it's it's really a nice idea. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, so in Australia, the uh, superannuation funds are big investors in solar parks. Yeah. So you can understand that uh, if you're going to have a retirement fund, yeah. it would be good to have a, an annuity that year on year is going to at least bring 10, 12 percent return. Yeah. So, uh, but why, why do you have to wait to retire or have a, a retirement investment to do that? We know with blockchains, we have immediate liquidity. We yep. have secondary markets. So if someone wants to invest in, in a solar uh, panel, they can do that almost like a savings account. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, so, so and, and that's something I think that's a call to the audience, right? So we are still interested in the second and third order effects yep. of the journey that we just embarked on. Uh, we have some ideas ourselves. Yeah. yeah. So, but we will wel welcome uh, some strategic thinkers, yeah, to uh, to assist us in and in some disruptors, please. <laughs> some disruptors. And, yeah. and just what would be great if you were here in in a year time, and that we would be able to show that uh, that I can transfer a tokenized solar panel to Leon, and Leon can transfer it to you, yeah. and that yeah. we all get a part of the return paid out yeah. in euros or kilowatts or, or whatever. whatever we think of. Yeah. yeah. A carbon credit sharing where you, you can make it as yeah. crazy as possible. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. So so let's dive a little bit deeper in uh, in scoping and the use case before we ask uh, Jaap to uh, to to dive into all the uh, economical and business uh, business aspects and business modeling aspects. So so uh, for now we have said that um, our uh, our anchor uh, concept is fractional ownership. That's something that we're going to start with, uh, based on the uh, crypto anchors to uh, individual solar panels. Um, probably there are so, some other ways of uh, splitting up a solar park, uh, solar park as well. Uh, yeah, so we're going to look into that as uh, uh, those aspects and the impacts of that. Um, and then based on that fractional ownership, you have all kinds of offtake, as we call it. So there will be energy offtake for trading purposes. Uh, so that can be trading in the futures market, in the forward market, also in the balancing market. Um, that's that's already currently possible uh, without any tokens. Um, so uh, and and then the second one is en power offtake. Uh, so I was mis mistaken. So the energy offtake is for balancing, it's for uh, uh, clearing a settlement of the energy being delivered and consumed. Uh, power is for uh, for trading. Um, so, and then two aspects of um, uh, tagging the energy, so the green signals in energy tagging or the certificates of origin as uh, currently exist in Europe of uh, renewable energy certificates in uh, North America and Australia. Um, and last but not least, and that's something that we need to uh, discover, um, the, uh, the data offtake. So yep. what, what kind of monetization can we, can we create and think uh, based on all the data that we collect yeah, in this, in this uh, new initiative? 
Yeah, what does it mean for the power exchange issue? So, yep. so there is one question in the chat. Um, how is this different uh, compared to existing networks that are already uh, providing tokenized energy, such as Power Ledger or Energy Web? So um, I think we all have a, uh, an understanding of those. Yes, in, yeah, yeah. So, so those are only two. There are quite some yeah, more yeah, initiatives, like right? Yeah. So, um, my observation from from a distance is that a lot of those tokenization concepts were started with the idea of ICOs, of so, so getting funding for uh, financing their project. Um, so, and uh, th that's a different um, uh, starting point than that we have here. So uh, we don't call it a cryptocurrency that we are building. We are building tokens. So splitting the financial part with the representation of the physical aspects and the, and the phenomena like energy flows that we experience. And there, there I see a, a new uh, opportunity, a new um, a promising new uh, kind of application. Yeah, actually, it's a security token, eh? which, which, come, which is the ownership of a certain partial ownership yeah. uh, of a certain project yeah yeah so yeah. um this does not contemplate <coughs> a type of utility token or any type of cryptocurrency no. so i think that's the real difference between yeah. these other markets that uh, or other networks that provided this contrived um uh, asset uh, called yeah. a utility token uh, to then make make forward uh, that that capability um if someone wants to ask these questions, uh, they're, they're welcome to uh, send, send through uh, further ones, and uh, we will address those um, after this particular forum and uh, do our best to keep you um, satisfied as far as the Q&A. Okay. So, um, so this is an initial uh, overview of the impact of traditional market participants without uh, a deep uh, engagement with these. So uh, we have identified uh, six uh, current um, uh, participants in, in the market that are currently being impacted. Um, so for the prosumer, there is on the back of uh, uh, the um, European Union new uh, energy law um, uh, a shift going on uh, throughout Europe uh, where the prosumer will become balanced responsible. And that's a base requirement for enabling peer-to-peer -peer tra energy trading. Um, so, and that means that the prosumer will be faced with multiple trading options. And it's also the expectation that the retailer will take care of a lot of those complexities. Yeah, so, although it formally it sits within your, um, your power, but uh, the, the current energy suppliers will take care of it. So, you, uh, but, but participants that are eager to, uh, to uh, uh, explore those new opportunities have, uh, have the, uh, the opportunity to do so. Um, so and, and on the left bottom side, the meter operator, right? That's the um, uh, uh, well, uh, a party that will be uh, the trusted party for uh, for minting the the initial tokens based on smart meter reads. So, yep, you're you're ready. From a, a financial perspective, also from an environmental environmental uh, perspective, uh, uh, CO2 emission reduction, for example, and also very important in in ecosystems. Uh, the possibility or hopefully the uh, impossibility to commit frauds. Uh, so what you see in, in large networks like electricity network is is that uh, not everyone behaves honestly 
We have done this uh, in, an, in another industry, in the tele- telecommunication industry, for instance, for Dutch Telecom to understand what kind of frauds are possible in the telecommunication network. Well, the same happens if you tokenize also the the energy network. Um, it should be um, open up for new business models, of course, but it should also be safe from a, uh, let's say, uh, financial uh, and security point of view. Uh, so that's what we uh, plan to do here. Yeah, thank you, Jaap. So um, very, very uh, interesting and I'm more than, uh, than eager to learn and to collaborate uh, and, and to find uh, how, how those, all those scenarios will play out. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So um, uh, the call to action uh, that, we, that, that we have is that uh, we have identified uh, six work streams. Um, so, and one is the technical work stream uh, with two major focus areas, one on tokenization, the other is on systems integration. Um, a legal work stream, uh, which is focusing on the Dutch law, um, the regulatory work stream uh, with uh, AFM and ACM. Those are two regulatory bodies in the Netherlands, one for the finance industry and the other one for, uh, for the energy industry. Um, so, And then the business model e- economics, so that is uh, Jaap's uh, expertise. Um, so tax implications um, and last but not least uh, marketing. So we have uh, identified uh, work stream leaders already for these work streams, uh, but we are still looking for contributors. So please uh, make yourself known if you are um, willing to contribute uh, into one of these work streams, uh, which will start um, uh, not next week, but the week after due to uh, some public holidays that we have here um, in in the Netherlands. Um, yeah, so uh, um, I think uh, we are so, coming... So we should mention that you can attend these work workshops by... By video, right? So this is not an in-person workshop. No, we we have so a full we, we full tool set for uh, remote collaboration. Yeah. yeah. So, so um, uh, and, so and it's a, it's a tool set for uh, brainstorming. Yeah. For so we do uh, welcome some new people and yeah. some some other other activities. We we would like yeah. to have you your involvement. Yeah. So, and I think I want, uh, want to, um, uh, before we open it up for questions, uh, the final poll that we have here. Um, yeah, so um, uh, if, if it's an, um, that, uh, the consortium is, is sound or uh, do we miss something? Yeah. Um, and then we can open it up for questions, uh, I think. Yeah. Very good. Or is there some, something that you want to add, uh, mind that... Uh, I think these, the call to action is really important uh, to have these uh, work groups filled because um, we have ideas, uh, yeah. we have the power to execute, but we need the brain power and the people to participate, yep. to co-create this, uh, this together. Um, <coughs> it are quite some work streams. Yep. It's, uh, six are mentioned over here, perhaps a seven will occur uh, during time, we don't know, we are not, not for sure. Uh, but we only can do this by cooperating because it's such a complex um, uh, question. Yeah. It sounds very simple, no, but the, the complexity is huge. So we can yeah, we, we can use almost every help to yeah. to solve this puzzle and yeah. to to show uh, an MVP. Yeah, it's a multifaceted problem yeah. that we need that yeah. we need to address. Yeah. And, and, and and therefore we just make it simple with one panel because otherwise we want to try to solve 11 or 12 problems and we will never get there. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, so so th- that's that's one of the ambitions right from the, from the start. We want to have a tangible result by yeah. the end of this calendar year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
yeah. uh, which which is well almost uh, we uh, we are yeah. beyond spring. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> this 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 small aspect of a, of a solar panel brings up so much questions. Uh, and then we even have talked about windmills, biomass, uh, EV charging, batteries. Even uh, LED lighting, right? LED <laughs> lighting uh, as we're in. So there is such a huge uh, of, of other asset classes that has to be discussed after this one, but we need an example. And yeah. I'm yeah. hoping that this is the coalition of the, the willing that, that, we'll, that we will show what, ca yeah. what can be done. Indeed. Indeed. And any, any other... Um, so, so the poll we had um, some results here, so yeah. they, they can see that there's um, a good result. Yep. Sixty forty. This is uh, still some heavy lifting. We yep. all agree. Yeah. I think uh, we all have our own sort of independent view of how much lifting is required, but this is definitely a team sport. This is not something you can do alone. So um, yeah. So and and from my perspective, so I, I see a lot of international uh, interest in this initiative. Um, so and uh, being a front runner, uh, I think uh, is a very uh, well, uh, honourable position to be in. Um, so and also the uh, the group of coalition of the willing that we are uh, have collected around this initiative is uh, very inspiring to me uh, yeah. indeed. Yeah. And and as we often say, you can only learn to walk by falling. So indeed, yeah. This is this is wayfinding yeah. uh, the, yeah. the new paths uh, to yeah. the future. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, and not be stra strangled or restrained to current regulations yeah. or current ways of working. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So, are there any questions in the chat, uh, Leon? So I'm just uh, just reading the chats. Uh, there's some comments here uh, about people um, happy to contribute um, um, business model economics, and so you can please reach out. Um, I think there's a there's a form uh, to reach out. Twotokens.org is our landing page. Yes, yeah. and uh, there's ways to link out uh, or capture us on LinkedIn. Provide also some mechanisms for uh, engagement on both either the physical deployments or software deployments. Mm -hmm. So there, there's a range of ways that you can contribute. Um, we are looking for pilot sites as well. So if there is a way that we, we can uh, get involved with, with other types of infrastructure uh, projects, um, there is going to have to be a criteria set for that and a funding model set for that. But uh, that's currently what we're looking for as well. So there's one question here from Harry. Um, is there already a solution for integrating the value token um, uh, with a network uh, for physical uh, electricity network? In other words, uh, do we have a network operator on board? Yeah, so a good question. So uh, one of the uh, parties in the Netherlands, Annexis, which is a distribution network operator, uh, also a smart meter operator for consumer connections. Uh, so that, uh, that party is on board. Uh, so uh, we have worked with, uh, with well, I have worked with Annexis over the last couple of years to implement uh, free supplier selection at public charging stations. That's now available in the Annexis area. Uh, so and it will be a national service if every uh, everything goes according to plan uh, in in one two years time. Yeah, and that's the first step uh, and building block, as Minet already explained, yeah, where you can say, okay, I show up with my vehicle at a public charging station and I can select who supplies my energy. Yeah, so we are working already on getting all the mechanisms in the current systems uh, more flexible in yeah. order to enable and make it work. 
So, um, so this is very much like a model in the in the mobile industry where you can choose who's going to be your provider by changing out SIM cards. But yes. in this case, the the, the is choice is all done in software. Yes. Yeah. 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 So and and therefore it's more elegant than in petrol stations. Yeah, which is not possible. Yeah. yeah we can we can switch supplier on the spot. Yeah. yeah. And and what still stays fascinating is that that the public gets a role in the merit order of the of the energy. So yeah. if we move to green energy and the public wants to go there, then that merit order will be uh, in an advantage above the uh, the, the traditional uh, sources. Yeah, it will be influenced by yeah, customer influenced. demand. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Yeah. And there was, there, that will change the market dynamics. Yeah. And that means that we have a huge power in this energy transition. If people really, uh, the people really want to change, you're able to change it over the network. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, and for those not so close into the energy industry, so the new European regulation demands more uh, competition in in retail on on one connection. So right. we d we um, we are we are experimenting with uh, having uh, multiple suppliers on one connection to your household. Yeah, doing submetering behind the meter on IoT devices. Yeah. Uh, in order in order also to have an ability for appliance manufacturers to provide a service so sell you the appliance including the energy yeah so that will that will inspire all new dynamics in the in the, and so with, this with is creating an ecosystem for machine to machine energy transactions in a way could be but right. but that's a long stretch yeah so one of my lessons learned from doing blockchain projects in the energy industry is that you need to accommodate with the current business uh, relationships that exist yeah, so uh, state-owned companies will will not very likely change their model to go to consumers. So there will be a B2B to consumer kind of ecosystem. So you need to have intermediaries. Yep. You know? So um, uh, because uh, most most um, uh, utilities and uh, uh, system operators are very um, uh, risk-averse on machine-machine-driven uh, economy and yeah. algorithms and yeah. without any interference or control capabilities. Yeah, so, that, that, so we're not in the matrix yet. We're not in the matrix yet. No. But, but don't forget that there are parties in this market who have the responsibility to make sure there is 99.99% uptime. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So it's so so for me. So this this whole new uh, opening of possibilities needs to be have a symbiotic relationship with humans and with those uh, responsible parties that make sure that the lights is always on and that we can rely on power. So in in Australia, in a distributed network uh, that you may have an embedded network, there's always a retailer of last resort, the retailer that has that ultimate responsibility to have the lights turned on. So. So the, this is, uh, you know, for, for public safety, but also a regulatory burden. If you become an energy retailer, you, you bear this responsibility. So there, there is going to be a type of neo-retailer kind of evolve, but I think it will evolve first in embedded networks and kind of sandboxes. And this concept of a community energy retailer, we find quite exciting as well. Um, we see different pockets of opportunity happening in various parts around Europe, around co-ops. So there's a, a cooperative uh, energy companies. Mm -hmm. And also in the U.S., there's co-op-owned uh, energy retailers as well. And uh, they are quite aggressive with some of their decarbonization goals, not just net zero energy, but zero carbon energy. So they, they're, they're striving to, to be green 
uh, w uh, you know, for their total uh, delivery. So okay. we are going to find and highlight different ways that this can be done and then showcase it by the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Challenging. So I think we are about to conclude this, this webinar, right? So, so thank you, Minded, yeah, for, uh, for explaining Catena uh, and being uh, the executive sponsor on this. Uh, Leon for uh, for participating, uh, Jaap uh, remotely from the University of Free University of Amsterdam. Uh, so and Alex uh, asked me to call out for the next webinar of two tokens uh, that will be um, uh, explaining the use case of the digital notary. So please watch out the uh, the website two tokens.org 